Jess M. Cutler here, and I am so excited to be coming to you today on episode five of what will be the beginning of our regular podcast series. So starting today, we are going to be alternating each week between shorter eight-minute inspirational messages and then longer interview-style conversations. So the interviews are actually going to share other entrepreneurs and inspiring individuals' successes and struggles as they work to reinvent themselves or if they just want to share a particular insight into their field of expertise to help us understand how using their gifts and pursuing their passions have enabled them to turn their career into a calling. Now, this week is actually going to be a little different from the rest in that normally I would be the one conducting the interview. Uh, but since this is beginning of something really cool and new for me, I actually wanted to take this opportunity to invite a guest on the show to actually interview me and help me kind of roll out all the really cool endeavors that this reinvention has inspired in my life. So I have with me today a person who is actually rather new to me as a friend and a business partner. Her name is Samantha Huff and she is currently working with me throughout this transition um, in events as my director of, of events. It's hard to say. <laughs> Tongue twister there. Uh, we actually didn't know each other up until about a few months mm -hmm. ago. Uh, and actually, it was a mutual friend. He heard me talking about this unicorn of a person uh, that I needed to find. And actually, after I left that coffee meeting with him, he sent me your resume. And he was like, you don't know her, but this is your girl. So I actually had him arrange this like nonchalant coffee meeting between two strangers. So I was like, yeah, like tell her like cool girl. She's a cool girl. Cool girls need to hang out and be friends. So that's what he did. I love him for doing that. Um, and he actually sat through that entire coffee meeting with us. I'm sure he was bored out of his mind because we pretty much like hit it off. Uh, I mean, we started talking wine and then she was like, oh, you must be a bell girl. <laughs> and that's bell gloss. That's like an amazing pinot noir for you. <laughs> anyway, red wine drinkers out there, maybe non wine drinkers. Um, but I just feel like it was in that moment that I was like, she can see into my soul. Like she knows me so well. Um, but Samantha is such an amazing and incredible woman. I've enjoyed getting to know her. Um, she's actually no stranger to events. Um, she's been planning events like in lots of premium venues, basically from Arlington and Massachusetts, Greensboro, North Carolina, and then all across this great state of South Carolina. And she actually also works as a the change maker coordinator of South Carolina with Multiplying Good, yes. uh, which is a national nonprofit under the Jefferson Awards. Um, so you want to talk about kind, Samantha has such a heart for service. Uh, she makes time regularly to volunteer with the community, like with United Way and then in shelter. I mean, she's just, she's incredible. Like she's incredible. So Samantha, and you've really just kind of got started with me here in like really the last like past month, like really going hard. Um, and while she certainly has a little more insight than I'll say everyone else, she actually has had to listen right along with the podcast to really understand me and my heart, what's been happening in the business. Um, so I'm going to stop talking <laughs> and I'm going to let Samantha take over just so that I don't spill all the beans in absolutely one sentence. So Samantha, it's all yours. Well, thank you for letting me come today. I'm so excited to interview. It's such a different little perspective. No. So <laughs> I am going to dive in if that's okay. Yeah. So I have had the opportunity to listen to your podcast while driving around as well as ironing pillowcases. <laughs> um, and after listening to your podcast, you say your mantra has always been never know, just another level of yes. Mm -hmm. And as you've been reinventing yourself and the company, what do you think your new mantra will be? Um, 
Well, I've been working on it. It's actually been really difficult because obviously earlier this year when I discovered boundaries, um, it, that was the one thing that I was like, well, I can't have that mantra anymore because I've got to say no. Um, so I have thought a lot about it and I have just been like, you know what, maybe I don't need a mantra. You don't have to have a mantra. And then I was like, no, I have a mantra. Um, so I actually keep leaning on this phrase that I have used many, many times, especially as I have been, um, training others that are new to the business. And, um, it's, it's only a problem if you make it a problem. It's all about perspective. And I am going to tell you the story because it's funny and it, it relates, but it doesn't relate. So just bear with me, but it makes this always makes me think about, um, so Will and I for his 40th birthday, we decided we were going to do a catamaran cruise. Okay. <laughs> and not what you're thinking. It wasn't like booze and sunshine and oh. suntans. No, no, no. This was like a, um, we learned how to sell a catamaran oh. cruise. Uh, yeah. And it was around Grenada. And, um, you know, Will has like his boat captain's license. So like for him, it was like way easy. Uh, for me, it was like a totally different language. Um, and I was, um, I don't want to say I was miserable, although I probably was the first couple days. I got over it. But as we were getting towards the end of it, uh, it was my turn. I was on the like steering wheel. Will's like got his compass. He's like, I mean, he's ridiculous. Um, but I'm on the steering wheel and I have a captain beside me and we're going around kind of like the coastline of um, either Grenada or Kariaku. We kind of do like a little figure eight around this too. Um, but he told me, he said the words like, now you're gonna wanna like hug this coastline pretty close. And I was like, okay. So I'm going around and you know, whatever, got our sails up. I'm just, you know, hanging out, doing my thing. And then we get to the other side of it and he's like, like I have never taken those cliffs so close and I was like why didn't you tell me and he was like because you you acted like you had it all together you didn't seem worried at all and my response was well I only acted that way because that's how you were acting you acted like nothing was wrong so and he was, so I just it just makes me go back and I'm just like you know what it, you know it's only a problem if you make it a problem and you know it in the event world like Nothing ever actually goes like you plan it. It's, so true. It really doesn't. So it's one of those things, that, especially for someone new coming into the business, it's one of those uh, sources of inspiration where I want them to know that, like, as long as you can just keep it together and you look like you got it, you know, you got it going on, like you plan the thing. So you know, if you need to replan the thing, then it's only a problem if you make it a problem. Otherwise, you just find the solution. You keep moving on. So no one's gonna worry as long as they can see no worry on your face. It's only a problem if you make it a problem. I really like that. Mm -hmm. Now, this new mantra, tell us about this new perspective. Where is Invents heading? Well, uh, really we want to um, make our services a little more exclusive okay. um, to clients that I would say really view our relationship more like a planning partnership. Um, so I just kind of, you know, really want to be able to kind of set some more expectations up front so that we really have an opportunity to know where each, each of us stand as we're moving mm -hmm. through the business. I mean, especially when you're doing larger corporate events and there's lots of moving pieces, like surprises at the end are not fun. So, um, really one thing that I've started adopting as sort of a boundary, uh, is, um, the letter of engagement. So that is going to be kind of a part of understanding what, um, that relationship's going to look like now more as a partnership. 
You mentioned boundaries and you've mentioned it in your podcast several times as well. What other boundaries are you setting? Um, well, so the, so I'll say this, the letter of engagement, it really helps me kind of set a, a couple different boundaries. So it's nice, you know, one is going to be, it really kind of defines what we consider our intellectual property. Mm-hmm. You know, you know it, I know it, um, you know, when it comes to planning events, it's not just about the execution, but it's all about, you know, the event design, like the colors, the themes, the layouts. Um, and so, you know, we spend so much time, you know, putting our brain on that and creating that. Um, you know, then we present it to a client and then the client's like, mm, no, I don't want it. Um, but then, you know, we find out a little bit later that they did want it and it ends up being like a DIY version of your design. So, um, you know, it really kind of sets that boundary and says like, hey, like, this is what I'm considering mm-hmm. my intellectual property. So I like that one. Um, it also kind of, uh, I would say, sort of um, sets out the expectation more so in timelines. Um, just because a lot of times, I would say in the past, it's been one of those like, you have your people call my people after y'all mm-hmm. looked after. And so it's, it really kind of sets like the expectations up front that's like, hey, if you reach out to me in January and we get a proposal and everything's done by February and your event's not until October, but you don't want to sign your contract until September, like I don't have time at that point to pull off the same event that I could have pulled off, you know, if I had right. those, those months to plan. So it defines kind of your timelines there. And then it also talks about, um, this one's a hard one for me, uh, but it basically introduces now a non-refundable design fee. Um, I still offer inspiration boards, which really are, they're just a, a group of pictures that kind of show a client, you know, what I think of when I think of their design, if they tell me what their theme's going to be or whatever, like I can sit down and it takes me, you know, it'll probably take me two to three hours, but I can pull together these pictures and really give them a, a good idea of where I see their event going. Um, but you know, fully priced proposals, right? especially on events that have multiple vendors like I could spend anywhere between 20 to 40 to 50 to 60 hours basically putting all that together and you know so ultimately when they get when they get a fully priced proposal like at that point if they were like yeah it looks great then at that point it's just a matter of saying yes to that final design so um I have it also has allowing me to we'll we'll say like not work for free anymore right so um that one's been a tough one i feel like for me but it's also one of those things that every time i roll it out to a client um their their first response is usually like yeah i don't know why you haven't been doing that before so i'm like (laughs) this is one of those things where you know i'm like oh i really had to learn that one the hard way um but then the last boundary that i feel like i've really kind of put in place uh is time so important. Yeah, like time actually spent in events. So, you know, I think on the, the very last podcast I said, you know, if everything is important, nothing's important. Right. And, you know, for me, the only thing that was important to me was events. So my time was limitless and, you know, my time went to nothing but events. Um, so moving forward, I'm having to put limitations on my time, which is in turn forcing me to prioritize. And um, it's been nice because it's allowing me to actually let the things that are the most important things to me, like my family and my friendships and my relationships, like let those take precedence in my life and not be a slave to myself. I'm my own boss, a slave to myself, basically. Don't we all learn that the hard way, though? (laughs) I I think so. I think so. I don't know. I hope everyone learns it the hard way. I hope there wasn't like an easy button that I could have pressed that I didn't know about. 
I would be sad if there was an easy button and we both missed it. <laughs> I'd be really happy. I just want to know about it. But how does it feel to change that mantra, reprioritize your time, bring in this letter of engagement, shift to no? What does that all feel like? <laughs> well, I will tell you. Um, actually, I've mentioned it on the podcast, so it's no surprise. Like, I have been in a support group. Like, we actually, like, we went, there's actually the group that we did, you know, the 10 Women of the Bible and the Boundary Study and Forgiving What You Can't Forgive. So this, this group of ladies has been an incredible support group. Um, so really, as I've been trying to develop these boundaries, they're kind of like a sounding board. So I can go back to them and kind of tell them how I've been feeling about certain things. Um, because as you can imagine, <laughs> just because I realized guilt was my motivator, it didn't just disappear when I realized it. Um, so I have certainly been dealing with the guilt of saying no, and that hurts for sure. But I have been really, really excited that because I am saying no, and because I am limiting my time, and because I am like reprioritizing, um, I am finding time to do other things. Other things? Other things. And I, so, and I'll say like, obviously because I'm saying no, more often, um, and it kills my soul to not say yes to everyone and be able to help everyone. Um, it kind of got me thinking about how I could multiply myself, if that makes any sense. Uh, meaning, obviously, if I can't help you directly, mm -hmm. then I want to at least be able to help you in whatever capacity I can. So what it has allowed me to do is also start another company that's gonna kinda of come off of events. It certainly has event planning as like, it's it's in the heart, it's in the forefront of this business. Um, but it's in forms, and it's gonna be this, uh, it's more online, but it's like tips and tools and tricks uh, for anyone that has an interest in event planning. And you know, that could be from your soccer mom who has to plan her first fall festival, um, all the way up to an experienced planner who, you know, really wants to know more about, you know, master classes and event design or uh, planning multi-day conferences. So um, it's, I'm going to be able to do online courses and then also, um, also <laughs> uh, hopefully help, you know, one to two maybe coaching clients a year to be able to help them to start their own event planning company. So if I can't help everybody, then I'm at least going to try to help one to two or 10,000 people, whatever, whoever wants to watch, you know, the courses, I'm going to help them to be able to help those that I can't. So that's what I mean when I say I'm trying to, going to try to multiply myself. That is so exciting. I'm excited. So now we have Invents, mm -hmm. Informs, mm -hmm. this podcast. Mm -hmm. What other gifts are you hiding? Well, uh, I'm a singer. I love to sing. Oh, I know. I love to <laughs> sing. And, you know, realistically, I feel like whenever I moved here to Myrtle Beach, I was trying to reject so much of the life that I had before. Like, that was so much a part of me. Everyone just, you know, that's what they knew me as was like the singer. Uh, so when I came here to Myrtle Beach, like, I just kind of stopped singing. Uh, and so I had an opportunity to join a band earlier this year, and that's been really fun, but uh, what it ultimately did do for me is it put me in touch with some really other wonderful Christian musicians, and um, we are actually kind of starting our own thing. It's going to be a corporate band. We're going to be doing country because, you know, your girl's got a country <laughs> belt, so it's got to have some country, but country and rock and roll and funk and jazz and all those things, and so I know it's going to be called Crosswinds. So cool. I'm excited. It's going to be crosswinds. Um, and then also, you know, I've talked a lot about how I've spent most of my life on stage. Um, well, 
what I'm going to do, because I love being on stage. I mean, I don't, I hope no one has gotten that I like, I have like not enjoyed being on stage because that's like my jam. That's, I love it. It's probably the place that I feel the most comfortable. Um, but I know I've mentioned John Maxwell many times in like how, you know, how successful people grow. Uh, he's been on the podcast. So I, he just, he's really been, um, important and influential to me as I have been growing through the self-development and um, I've had this really awesome and unique opportunity to be enrolled in one of his um, leadership development certification classes. So, cool. so um, I am also going to be sort of taking informs to sort of a next level in more of a maybe not event planning way, but just more so in like an overall general leadership development so that I can speak and coach and train um, just with some of those principles that you know John Maxwell has really you know he's he's regarded as like the the number one expert in leadership development so you know I just I really admire him and I'm gonna have this opportunity to also add public speaking and other types of engagements um, in that way so yeah so singing speaking on stage you just can't get me off stage obviously I can't stop talking Wow. This is just wow. This is really a lot going along. Uh -huh. Aren't you worried? <laughs> um, I, I, it was, you know what? It was on an Ed Mollett podcast and he said, um, if your dreams don't scare you, you're not dreaming big enough. And my dreams are scaring the bejesus out of me. So <laughs> I know I am on the right track for sure. So this big dream, mm -hmm. how is it all coming together in your mind? <sighs> well, well, um, take a seat. I know. Okay. So just hang with me here. Um, so ultimately, I'm kind of trying to tie this whole mission and this anthem really under one word. Okay. And the word is inspires. Oh, I like it. Um, with an E, of course. Of course. Because, I mean, invents, informs, and now uh, inspires. <laughs> it only makes sense. Um, but if I could kind of describe it in a certain way, it's like the podcast is really like my heart. Like it's, it is, you know, my ability to really kind of share my heart with anyone, right? Anyone. So they can, they can hear where I am. Um, my feet are in vents and informs. That's what's going to kind of keep me moving. Hopefully kind of keep the money coming in. Um, and then the other opportunities and ways to inspire people through the speaking engagements and the leadership development, and then also the entertainment, so engagements, entertainment, um, you know, let those be kind of like my hands to be able to reach as many people as I can. So really, I'm just trying to, you know, build sort of this platform of just inspiration in whatever form that may be. But yeah, so that's kind of like the final thing is this sort of brand of Justin Cutler Inspires. Inspires, invents, engage, a lot of ENs. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed in the background of your last podcast, there was just one little simple N. Were you hinting at something there? You mentioned we could all be a part of this N crowd. Am I sensing something new? Well, clearly I'm obsessed <laughs> with, with N, and um, con I'm considering I've created like every I N word to be an E N word. <laughs> Whatever. Um, actually, I will say it kind of um, it kind of spurred from Invent. So Invent is growing up. I know it's maturing. So with this new maturity, I feel as though um, the logo has to mature with it. So if you know the old logo, it had little letters. Well, now we are all caps, and the focus now is on the N. 
And the end really, uh, once you see it, it's got these little extenders, but for me, it's like a visual representation of the boundaries that I'm going to be having as I am rolling out these new companies. Um, and so yes, it is like my new thing. Like, like you've probably seen me see the, sh like seen me wear the shirts that are like, are you in? Um, but yes, in is the jam. If you look at all the logos in all the different companies, then it, you'll see that's where the focus is. Because like I said, that in to me is kind of that, that visual representation of what boundaries are and how to have them in my business and hopefully to never forget to have them in my business. So yes, the in crowd. So do I get to be a part of the you in crowd? You totally get to be a part of the in crowd. Yes, I think that is the most beautiful thing is like when I was building it all, you know, it's like in, in Vince gets to help like these, these few clients. But then it was like, okay, so here's Informs and Informs really gets to like help all the other, like not just the clients, but the event planner. So I'm trying to touch, you know, I'm trying to get more people here. And then I was like, yeah, but I'm still like not getting to everybody. So then it was like when Inspires came about, it was like, you know what? I just created this whole in crowd and it's not a click that you have to do anything to be a part of or you have to be, you know, whatever. Like this in crowd is for anybody. This in crowd is just for any person who has a heart of service, who just really wants to understand where their gifts and their passions intersect and they want to take their career to a calling. So Welcome to the in crowd. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, me too. So I've saved the hardest question for last. Okay. Where would you like to see inspires, invents, and informs in the next three to five years? Um, well, I know where I want to see it. And it's like probably either on like a beach in Cabo or like oh, yeah. on, 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 you know, like a, like, <laughs> like skiing down a mountain in Vail. Oh, um, you know, but realistically, <laughs> realistically, you know, with events, like I still want to be creating amazing designs. I have a passion. For, I love event design. If you've seen any of the themes that I've done, like I just have such a passion for creating that and reinventing spaces obviously. Um, so, you know, invent, I really, I, you know, I still want to be creating those amazing creations, um, informs. I really just want to know that I'm doing everything in my power to be able to empower other people. Um, and then just for me, I don't really know where the whole inspires platform is going to go. I think that's what's so beautiful about it is that while I'm trying to inspire others, I'm inspiring myself. I don't know. I'm just, I, I feel so alive and so inspired inside my heart right now that if I didn't at least try to share it with everyone, then I feel like I would just be, I would just be selfish. And we all know I don't want to feel that guilt. So, you know, realistically where I hope it is, where, where I hope it is in three to five years is really wherever God wants it to be, because I just want to strive for excellence and just really be able to love and serve others to the best of my ability. I feel like this is a beautiful way to share all your talents. And I appreciate you letting us all into the end crowd and sharing it with us. So yes. thank you. Absolutely. Well, I think that's probably the sum up of it all. I used to thank you so much because obviously uh, you knew and you didn't know. And then I was like, here, do this interview. So I just thank you so much for just, especially coming into the office and being such an inspiration for me. Like I, I told her the other day, like she just, her energy in the office right now for events. It's just like, it just takes me to another level. So just your energy is so contagious. So thank you for being a part of the in crowd. <laughs> thank with you. Me. So this will conclude the end of our episode five. This is the end of hearing me do all the talking. So hopefully from this point forward, 
Um, I will not be talking as much. I'll be doing some interviews. We'll have some really awesome guests coming on. Um, and then also doing those eight minute inspirations. Um, I'm thinking I'm leaning pretty hard on the five love languages. I've mentioned it a couple times. Uh, so I think that's probably where we're going to get started with, the, with uh, our eight minute inspiration messages too. So we'll dive a little deeper into those, those qualities. Um, but as we increase the in crowd with intention, we hope to be your source of encouragement, insight, and of course, most of all, inspiration. So thanks for tuning in to the Inspires podcast, and uh, we'll see you next week.